welcome to Gender Sexuality School. I'm Tara Goldstein, and we're podcasting from Toronto, Ontario, Canada, and Vancouver, British Columbia, Canada. Today, Professor Harper Keenan from the Faculty of Education at the University of, of British Columbia joins us to talk about two very exciting research projects he has begun. The first is called Building Blocks, Race, Gender, and Early Education, and the second, Drag Pedagogy. Harper, welcome to Gender Sexuality Schooling. We are so happy to have you here. Thank you so much. It's great to be here. So we're going to begin, and the way we always like to begin is, can you tell us a little bit about the history of the project, how it got started, and what its goals are? Maybe we'll start with the Building Blocks project, and then you can move on to Drag Pedagogy. Sure. Thanks so much. Um, well, I would say that both projects, um, but perhaps in particular Building Blocks, um, emerge out of my first job as a kindergarten teacher in New York City. Um, and I loved that work a great deal. And uh, the adults that I worked with um, were very commonly imposing gendered expectations on the kids that we worked with um, all the time. And those expectations were usually based in assumptions that were really framed heavily by whiteness. So the idea of what a boy should be or a girl should be was very much through the prism of whiteness. Um, and then when I started working in teacher education a few years later, I learned that many, many educators in elementary education, but maybe in particular K-2, were very deeply concerned uh, by the kind of gendering practices that take place in particular in early education. Um, but they didn't know how to do things differently. And in particular, they didn't understand how their students made sense of gender. So in order to develop kind of a responsive uh, curriculum for them, they needed more information about how their students made sense of gender. So that's really what the project is aiming to do is to learn more about how young children make sense of gender, how that intersects with race and what teachers can do differently uh, in order to effectively support them. So that's the Building Blocks Project. And then Drag Pedagogy, um, really, I guess that emerges from uh, a, a lot of beautiful elements of my community. I have always been a great admirer of drag artists. I am not one myself. I could not even try if I wanted to. <laughs> um, I don't have it in me, I'm afraid. But I have always appreciated drag as an art form. Um, and a few years ago, several people in my community um, who I had longstanding social relationships with uh, started this program called Drag Queen Story Hour that really took off around the world. It's happened um, on almost every major continent um, at this point. Some variation of Drag Queen Story Hour has taken place. And it's a really different approach to teaching young children about queer, trans, uh, LGBTQ life than uh, many others. This is really bringing kind of drag as a queer art form to uh, spaces with young children, in particular public libraries. Um, so I really wanted to think about what teachers might learn from that kind of approach and how schools and drag queens can work together to make um, queer culture more present in schools. So exciting. 
Tell us a little bit about why you think it's so important to do research on gender in elementary schools in particular, whether it's the community working with teachers as in the drag pedagogy project, or whether it's you interviewing teachers about gender. Why elementary school? Why is research in that uh, context so important? Yeah, I could say a lot on this question. Uh, But what I always like to start with is that children live in a world that is heavily structured by gender. And so we need to talk with them about that. Um, Often we just assume that um, children can't understand gender in complex ways. But my research preliminary demonstrates uh, quite to the contrary. Um, And so I think that talking about gender with young children is just one of the ways that we can move toward a more complex and rigorous way of educating uh, young young children from their first uh, experiences in school. So uh, I think there's a lot we can learn about the way we talk about gender with kids um, that has strong implications for the ways that we talk about other kind of complex, but sometimes taken for granted social categories, things like racialization, um, indigeneity, uh, things, even things like government, etc. These are things that we often explain, or by we, I mean adults, uh, explain to children in very simple ways. But I think it really does them a disservice uh, by not meeting with them with the level of rigor that really they're quite ready for. Excellent. What are your hopes for both of these projects? When they are done, how would you like to see the findings used? Who do you want to engage with what it is that you found out? Yeah, thanks for that question. Um, I think first and foremost, I want schools to be better places for kids. Uh, That is my utmost goal. Um, is that we think with greater complexity about what it means to educate young children. Um, And so I would like to see teachers think with greater complexity about uh, the role of gender in the lives of their young students, because I think it plays quite a central role. We have evidence that gender plays, you know, a key role in shaping academic outcomes and and disparities, as well as social relationships and children's sense of self. But we really don't know much about how um, they understand gender as a construct. And so I hope that this research will deepen what adults know about kids and um, improve how we think about the practice of education. So primarily, I hope to impact pedagogical practice, but I could see it also, um, you know, impacting policy um, and curriculum as well. So exciting, um, Harper. Before we go, can you tell us a little bit about your work at UBC? We understand that uh, the Faculty of Ed at UBC is doing a lot of exciting things around gender and sexuality and schooling. Maybe give us a little bit about uh, the community that you're part of there and uh, what kinds of things are going on. For sure. Thanks. Yeah, so I am uh, currently the director of a program at UBC called SOGI UBC, which stands for Sexual Orientation and Gender Identity. And it's aimed really at uh, thinking about how 
K-12 teachers can be better prepared to support uh, young people of all genders and sexualities. And so we have a variety of programs that we offer to teacher candidates primarily, including a speaker series on anti-racist SOGI education, um, a mentorship program that we're offering to our Uh, LGBTQ2S uh, teacher candidates, pairing them with mentors who um, are LGBTQ2S themselves and are practicing teachers. Um, And we have a professional development series for both our faculty advisors and our teacher candidates on thinking about anti-racist approaches to SOGI education. Uh, So those are a few of the things we're doing. We do some other things too, but uh, it's a great honor to hold this position. I'm sure your leadership is taking all of those projects in exciting new directions. Tell us a little more about the mentoring, because that really seems innovative uh, to me. It's the first time I've heard of uh, programming like that. What's, what kinds of things are folks beginning to engage with? Yeah, um, well, this is a new program that we haven't yet totally uh, launched. It's in process. It's just getting started. So I'll have more to say um, in about six months. But um, the kind of goal of this program is to provide additional supports to um, to SLGBTQ educators who often experience particularly difficult challenges in their practicum. So this uh, mentorship program is aimed at really trying to pair to SLGBTQ uh, educators, pre-service educators with folks who uh, know a little bit about what their experience might be like and can offer them more kind of tailored uh, uh, support from their lived experience. Um, And this is really also um, meant to be a draw to our program for um, to SLGBTQ teacher candidates because, um, you know, anecdotally, we know that um, to SLGBTQ folks often uh, don't see themselves fitting into K-12 schools or, or becoming teachers, often because they had difficult experiences in school uh, in K-12 education themselves. And so it's important that we make sure that um, in order to truly diversify our teaching force, that we are providing real explicit supports um, to our queer and trans and two-spirit students. Wonderful. I think it would be great to have you come back in a few months and and tell us all about how that's going on. Absolutely. Thanks so much. Harper Keenan, thank you so much for joining us today. I loved hearing about both the Building Blocks Project and the Drag Pedagogy Project. We think your research on gender in elementary schools is cutting edge and important, and it's just so great for us to be able to hear how it's playing out at this moment. Harper Keenan is an assistant professor and professor of gender and sexuality research and education in the Faculty of Education at the University of British Columbia in Vancouver. Harper's teaching, research, and advocacy work focuses on two themes. The first is the interaction of colonialism, race, and gender in schools. We heard a lot about that today, particularly in early childhood and elementary education. And the second is the development of anti-racist, queer, and trans pedagogies, which we also heard today. All right. 
That's our podcast for today. You can find this podcast at www.lgbtqfamilyspeakout.ca. This episode was produced with the support of the New College Initiative Fund and from Doug Friesen, who is a PhD student at the Ontario Institute for Studies and Education. Thanks to LGBTQ Family Speak Out team member Kate Reed, sound engineer Lisa Patterson, and musician Doug Friesen for creating the music that opens and closes the show. I'm Tara Goldstein. All the best.